You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, June the 11th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Another person has died of coronavirus, bringing to 300 the number of fatalities in Israel from the virus. The health ministry reported another 22 coronavirus cases since the morning. There are currently 2,947 active COVID-19 cases in Israel. 29 people are in serious condition, 24 of them on ventilators. Due to the rising infection rates in Israel, Cyprus has decided that any Israeli traveler visiting the country will have to have a coronavirus test. Originally, Cyprus declared that from June 20th, Israeli tourists would not have to quarantine or present proof of a negative coronavirus test taken prior to their departure. Cyprus stressed that if the infection rates in Israel drop, it will reassess the test requirement. Israelis returning here from abroad are still required to enter a two-week quarantine period. However, in an exception to that rule, outgoing Health Ministry Director General Moshe Bar-Simantov has demanded that his deputy, Professor Itamar Grotto, give a written explanation for reports that the latter exempted a businessman from abroad from having to enter two weeks quarantine upon arriving in Israel. Reports last night said that the businessman returned from Cyprus last week and received the authorization from Grotto in violation of health ministry requirements. Health Minister Yuli Edelstein instructed Barsimantov to immediately summon Grotto to verify the report and to determine whether similar exemptions were given to other individuals. At the recommendation of the High Court of Justice, media outlets asking that the government be ordered to release its protocols from deliberations on the coronavirus crisis first direct their request to the District Administrative Court. The High Court justices ruled that this would make it possible to appeal any future ruling before the Supreme Court. In other news, in Jerusalem's Mea Sharim neighborhood, clashes were reported between police officers and ultra-Orthodox rioters threw rocks and bottles at the police from a building rooftop. Three people were arrested. In the West Bank village of Yabit, IDF forces overnight mapped out the home of terrorist Nazmi Abu Bakr, who was suspected of dropping the rock that killed Staff Sergeant Amit Benigal during an operational activity in the village a month ago. The mapping was carried out in preparation for the possible demolition of the home. In the Zita village east of Nablus, Palestinian media reported that cars were torched and Hebrew graffiti was scrawled in an apparent hate crime. A report from the Palestinians claimed that settlers were behind the act. A day after the visit of Germany's foreign minister for talks with leaders here, Israel is said to be concerned about economic sanctions if it carries out annexation moves in the West Bank. A Khan reporter says that strategy teams have been set up to prepare for the possibility that economic and scientific cooperation with other countries could suffer. One significant concern is a boycott of Israel and an arms embargo. The German foreign minister Heiko Maas stressed in his talks in Israel yesterday his country's objections to the annexation plan and warned that European countries could take actions against Israel. 
In another development, the leading pro-Israel lobby in the United States has reportedly told U.S. lawmakers that they are free to criticize Israel's looming annexation plans. Just as long as the criticism stops there, an aid is not cut. Two sources, a congressional aide and a donor, told the Jewish Telegraphic Agency that the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, or APAC, is delivering that guidance in Zoom meetings and phone calls with lawmakers. The message would be a departure from the group's prior practice of discouraging public criticism of Israel. An APAC official told JTA in a statement that the lobby does not encourage criticism of Israel. The Tel Aviv District Court has convicted driver Eli Barzakai in causing the reckless death of 13-year-old Elon Shalev Amsalem when, while driving under the influence, his car swerved and jumped a traffic island, striking the boy who was waiting to cross the road. In reading out the ruling, the judge noted that the youth had done everything required of a pedestrian waiting for a green walk light and that his life was tragically cut off because the accused decided he must drink, party, get behind the wheel, and drive recklessly. The weather outlook, normal temperatures for the time of year, maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 28, Tel Aviv 26, Haifa 25, Beersheba 31, and in Eilat going up to 39 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.